Welcome, everybody, to the season finale of Are You Ready for Some Football right here on Movement Radio. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Chip Hazard. I'm Roger Sierra. And welcome to the Super Bowl recap show where we uh, go over the Super Bowl that just took place this past weekend. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams defeating the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 to in the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Kind of a home game, but wasn't a home game. But, you know, because it, it wasn't all L.A. Rams fans. But, nevertheless, um, before we get into the statistics and the highlights, what did you guys think overall about the Super Bowl itself? Just the game. Uh, I mean, I thought it was good. Uh, I mean, it was it was really back and forth, and you didn't really know until the last play who was going to win. Um, I liked it for the most part, except for the Rams' final drive. Um, just some iffy officiating at that point. Well, we can say a lot of officiating was very iffy in this whole game. A um, couple of plays that should have been brought back but didn't get called. Um, you know, I mean, nevertheless, you know, which before we get into the, some of the highlights, let's just break down the statistics. Um, we'll start off with the, uh, we'll start off with the Cincinnati Bengals for this one. Uh, Joe Burrow was 22 of 33, 263 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Joe Mixon even hit a six yard touchdown, uh, to his, T Higgins. That was the first pass of his entire career. Yep. And it was in the Super Bowl, and it was a touchdown. Joe Mixon also ran. Oh, excuse me, 15 carries, 72 yards. Uh, Jamar Chase with a run for four yards. Joe Burrow ran twice for three yards. And uh, Samarje uh, Perrine, for whatever reason, had two carries, zero yards. I don't know what happened to him in this game. Um, uh, those were the last two plays of the game. Yeah, yeah, they were the last two plays, yeah. And that's why they fucking play him for the whole game. <laughs> right. Uh, as far as receiving goes, T. Higgins was uh, four receptions with 400 yards and two touchdowns. Jamar Chase, five for 89. Tyler Boyd, five for 48. Uh, see, Mike Thomas had a had a 17-yard reception. Uh, C.J. Uzma, I want to say I'm pronouncing that name correctly, two for 11. Uh, Chris Evans, only one for three. Joe Mixon had five receptions, only one yard, though. <laughs> they were all shitty dump screen passes and check Yeah, out. pretty much, yeah. Um, uh, Awuzie and Jesse Bates uh, both had an interception in this game. Uh, Logan Wilson led the team with nine total tackles. Uh, Von Bell had seven total tackles and a tackle for a loss. Logan Wilson had three tackles for a loss. Uh, DJ Reader with a sack. Trey Hendrickson with a sack. Um, you know, uh, our, our, our fan favorite here on the show, Evan McPherson, uh, only with uh, two field goals in this game. Um so still perfect in still perfect. Still perfect still in perfect. the postseason. Still perfect in the postseason. Postseason MVP. Yep. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, but then you go to the Rams. Uh, you know, Matthew Stafford, 26 of 40, 283 yards, three touchdowns, but he did throw those two picks. And Cooper Cup even made a pass attempt. They tried to go for a Philly special, and it just didn't work out. The running game was damn near inconsistent. The whole Cam Akers ran for three ran 13 times, only got 21 yards. Cooper Cup only ran once for seven yards. Daryl Henderson, four for seven. Matthew Stafford, three for six. And Sony Michelle was two for two. Like, not a good running game whatsoever. It's almost now, like they were the, forcing uh, the Rams to, to throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Bengals' defense really showed up in uh, to, to stop the running game, and they made Matthew Stafford uh, throw the ball. And I mean, I, I thought he did a pretty decent job at it. 
I thought he did a damn good job with it. As far as receiving goes, Cooper Cup, eight receptions, 92 yards, and two touchdowns. Odell Beckham Jr., two receptions, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Although that was all in the first half because he did go down with an injury. Uh, did have the dress out, but, you know, um, you know, he did make an impact in the Super Bowl. Um, uh, see, yeah, Bryson Hopps. He's likely done for next season. They're saying he tore his ACL. Mm. Um, Again. Yeah. Man. Uh, and he, hey. this is his free agent year, so he, if he wants to be on a team next year, and he did say that he would take a pay cut to stay in L.A., um, but – yeah, I mean, if the he wants to be if, on a team next year, the thing is, if Robert to... Woods, if Robert Woods comes back, why do you need Odell Beckham? I mean, I mean, you can never have enough weapons. I mean, <laughs> to know you have Odell Beckham in your back pocket, I mean, I mean I'd keep him around. If he's willing to take a pay cut, hell yeah, you keep that guy around. Nah. But anyway, let me finish with the stats real quick. Uh, Bryson Hopkins. Uh, four for 47, Daryl Henderson, three for 43, Van Jefferson. Interesting thing about Van Jefferson, Van Jefferson, four receptions, 23 yards, wins the damn Super Bowl, leaves the stadium immediately after because his wife went into labor. So congratulations to uh, Van Jefferson and his wife bringing a child into this world. Um, uh, see, Cam Akers also had three receptions for 14 yards. Being Skoranek, I want to say that's how it's pronounced, two for 12 and Matthew Stafford obviously didn't catch that one ball that was thrown to him. Um, uh, Dearness Smith had seven total tackles, a sack in this game. A Sean Robinson with a sack. Uh, Leonard Floyd with a sack. Aaron Donald with two sacks. Von Middle with two sacks. And the la- and the last two plays of the game, the, the Aaron Donald just shut shut it down. Um, with it with you know be you know having the, the final defensive plays in the in the in the game. Um, so yeah, the big news about Aaron Donald is he went on record saying that if they won the Super Bowl, he was considering retirement. Yeah, which I is mean, weird to think because I mean he still has a few more years left to him. Yeah, well, he's I mean, only how, how old is Aaron Donald? He's thirty. Yeah, he's thirty. I mean that ain't bad. I mean he can That's still what I'm play he's got a years of year. Yeah, yeah. And he acts like he ain't still top five defensive player. In the league. Oh yeah, I mean he's a three-time defensive player of the year. Should so be two-time. We know about that. Should be right. two, but I mean the stats say three times. So yeah, well I mean this thing like I think you think of Aaron Donald. He went 13th overall in the 2014 draft. Uh, the on, the 13 players picked above, or the, I'm sorry, the 12 players picked above him were Javion were were uh, Javion Clowney. Uh, Greg Robinson, Blake Bortles, Sammy Watkins, Khalil Mack, Jake Matthews, Mike Evans, Justin Gilbert, Anthony Barr, Eric Ebron, Tyler Lew- uh, Lewin, and Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was a few guys in there that, I mean, has done some stuff. Yeah, yeah Clowney, Mack, Matthews. That, that I couldn't even tell you what team they play on anymore. <laughs> I yeah, forgot about but, Jake Matthews. Yeah, Jake Matthews, man, was, I mean, all pro, everything, pro bowler. Mike Evans, you know. Uh, I think the, I think the reason why you don't remember Justin Gilbert is because he went to Cleveland. And, you know, <laughs> that during was the when, shit years. That, yeah, they, they went to Cleveland during the shit years. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, OBJ. And then right after Aaron Donald was, um, you know, Kyle Fuller. 
Ryan uh, Schilzer. Schilzer? Schilzer? Okay. Ryan Schilzer. There you go. Uh, he, the one that got hurt and uh, had to quit playing football. Um, they they like, came back? Yeah, and the one that came back. Did he come back? Yeah. Okay. Cause that dude says, went through like some intensive shit and came back. Huh. Because it says right here, it says... Ryan Shazier for the Steelers? Yeah, it says on September 9th, 2020, Shazier announced his retirement from the NFL. 2020? Yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah. He got hurt in 2017. Yeah. But it does I'm not I'm looking at like it says here it says on February twenty eighth of twenty eighteen, Steelers GM Kevin Colbrayer uh, announced that he would not be able to play during that uh Scherzer wouldn't be able to play during the twenty eighteen season. Uh twenty eighteen he said he walked onto ATT Stadium stage with his fiance to announce the twenty eighth pick um for the draft that year. They placed him on uh, the reserve pup list, ending his 2018 season. He had the spinal surgery and stabilization, uh, mm-hmm. according to Steelers linebacking coach Joey Porter. On twenty on the, April 29th of 2019, Steelers placed him again on the um, pup list for 2019, and then he retired in 2020. So he was in the league for six years, but he only played his first four. Uh, then he and then he didn't play the last two due to injury. I was pretty sure he came back and played. I'm just I'm going by what what's in front of me, Bubba. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was a very good draft. Um, but yeah, Zach Martin, C.J. Mosley, Haha Clinton, Dix, Brandon Cooks, uh, D. Ford, just Justin Verrett, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Jarvis Landry. Uh, uh, Devontae Freeman. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good draft, that, you know. But, but like we said, so can we talk a little bit about like some of the? Because uh, Roger, you alluded to it about the, the about Cincinnati getting penalized and all that. Like we, I looked and I was looking at the other stats here. Um, come on, go away, you stupid pop up. Uh, Cincinnati had four penalties, uh, and LA had two. Uh, LA controlled time of possession, uh, thirty forty-seven to twenty-nine thirteen. Uh, third down efficiency, LA won that with forty percent. Cincinnati only had twenty-one percent. Cincinnati allowed seven sacks in this game. LA only allowed two. LA thrown two interceptions. Nobody lost any fumbles. Um. Of course, Cincinnati won in the rushing yards. LA won in the passing yards, and the total yards LA won that battle three thirteen to three oh five. Come back up here, look at some of the insight. So, first thing I want to talk about. Hey, can we talk about how homeboy on the uh, the Bengals team didn't even suit up and cost them fifteen yards? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was stupid. I still think that's a stupid penalty to call. Yeah, let people fucking celebrate. So the so the so the, so the penalty was a non suited player jumped got onto the field. Yes. Yep. Mm. Oh well, it happens. Yeah. Uh, sorry for scoring. Sorry for scoring into the Super Bowl and celebrating with my teammates. Fuck me. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Fucking uh, stupid rule. And then uh, there was the uh, 
the first bullshit holding call. Uh, the one where, where he'd even hold him? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I'm saying. So hell, he's uh, like, you know what? Someone get caught for it. I might as well do it. Exactly. Uh, I mean, because even like watching the Super Bowl, they did the uh, the replay and the announcers and everything. They were like, um, "Where's the hold there?" The thing is, like he he put his hand on his on the hip, but that was to get around him. He never closed his hand. He never pulled him. Never made him like move uh-huh. or anything like that. He legit had a clean play. All he did was place his hand on the hip. And they're like, oh, he must have held him. No. Oh. Nope. That was yeah. That that was a bullshit call. Um, yep. And there was the, a couple. Uh, there was a couple of bullshit calls in this game, or non calls. Bullshit calls. Yeah. What about um? I, I'm a fat. I'm a fast forward a little bit here. Um, but the uh, the third quarter opening uh, pass, uh, Joe Burrow hitting T Higgins for that 75 yard touchdown pass. Didn't know that he actually face masked Jalen Ramsey. Because at first, when the play first happened, like I didn't reckon, like you didn't, you don't see it, you know, when 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 it's live. And then I was like, "Oh man, Jalen Ramsey, man, he's playing like hot garbage right now. What, what's going on?" And he then you go back like and look at the replay, though. but I mean, he, he did played like hot garbage the whole game. He played like hot garbage the whole season, whole postseason, yeah. Um, but yeah, you watch back and you see T Higgins grab the face mask, and I'm like, "Uh, who's man. calling this?" Because no one's gonna call. Like even the announcers was like, "Um." Yeah, you yeah, might but wanna. They, but the thing is, nobody saw it literally until the replay, which means nobody on the sideline was gonna see it because their backs were. I mean, the, but I was. I'm uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I was ahead. under the impression that all touch, all scoring plays are automatically under review. Well, but he, I mean, so yes, all scoring plays are under review, but, I mean, if you watched it in real time, it just looked like he burned. Jalen Ramsey and there was no at that point there was no controversy over that like he just free and clear ran into the end zone um the the sister didn't call it yeah and then it wasn't until after the extra point was kicked that they they even showed the replay uh so at that point that was not even a reviewable play to begin with because they went on ahead and kicked the field goal. If you mm-hmm. if the if you if you if you run a play, that means that the, the official play is, is null and void, and it, oh, yeah. the penalty is yep. done. If you miss it, hey, you missed it. Yep. But see, that's my thing. Like like we talk about rules to implement. That's when you you can throw the challenge flag to challenge the non call. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, and, and that's the thing. You, you could you. I don't know. Like I feel like it's certain. If certain things are like okay, he, he he snuck through, he got away with it, you know. But even but even then, you look at the replay and it's like, oh, it was if, egregious. Yeah, very. Egregious. I mean, it's egregious when we see it from the, that angle, but every other angle we saw before, we're just like, oh, he got past him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he broke his ankles and burned him. <laughs> uh, Jamar Chase broke his ankles and burned him. Well, that's true. But that's just the thing, man. There's like a hundred and. It's like 150 cameras, hell, maybe even more than that, watching every single player on the sidelines and every single player on the field. You would think that at least one camera would would, would be like, "Hey, um, I think there may have been a penalty," you know. Which I understand human error is part of the game and everything like that, and I understand that. But at the same time, it's like you know the the call. It's egregious 
you know, it should have been caught. It should have been, you know, penalized. But, you know, that's one of those like, you know what, you you got away with that one. You know what I mean? Because the score could have easily been, you know, 23-13 final. But, you know, but then again, it's, this took place right at the start of the first half. And not only did they, not only did he, they get the interception, but then when they tried to go back down, when uh, LA tried to go back down the field, that's when Awuzie uh, got the interception. And then it was like, oh man, they're falling apart. <laughs> you know what's going on here? You know. Also, I'm mad how I praised uh, Hilton, and then he literally lets Odell score a touchdown on him because he didn't fucking turn his head. <laughs> right. Literally all any t- here's the thing we all know how it is now for corners they gotta be, they gotta look at the they gotta be able to look at the ball to make a play on the ball. Yes, this man never once turned his head and he walked and he's running into the end zone. At that moment, you've got to peek for the ball at least a little bit. Yeah, and he doesn't. All he did was put his hands in between Odell's hands, and that was it. This man, if he would have slightly turned his head, he could have put both hands up, swatted the ball, anything. But nah, we we don't said how good this guy was. He's gonna be a discipline maker and didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, he says with such conviction he didn't do shit. He I didn't. Mean, he didn't. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I just think it's funny the way you said it. <laughs> like you were so that the, the vitriol in your voice was just because we we don't put this man up there saying he was gonna be the we, we like, I, like I did something. <laughs> We like yeah we we like yeah Hilton's gonna be gonna do stuff he's gonna get another reception he's gonna make some plays nah he didn't do shit like come on man oh Hendrickson over here to put the fucking defense on his back yeah yeah him and uh, Eli Apple did him, okay him Eli Apple Logan dude Logan Wilson played his ass off in this game dude yeah he did Von Bell did too you know seven you know tackle for a loss he did get burned by Cooper Cup that last play though oh. uh. Not Von Bell, I'm sorry. Uh, Eli Apple? Yeah, Eli Apple got burned on. Uh, but that, that's a bad situation for him to be in. Yeah. But but, but I still think but Von, Von, should have, Von should have dropped down. That. Well, he he didn't get burnt. He he got the Wes Walker route right on him. The, yeah, he did. The, yeah. the yeah. fake stun outside, uh, fake stun inside to the outside run. It's a typical slot receiver m- m- move. Yeah, the Wes Welker. Yeah, <laughs> Wes Welker. Uh, uh, God, who was the other one? Julian uh, Elman. That was really the Edelman. Yeah, it was a page. Yeah, there was a, there was a, there was somebody else too that I'm trying to think that did that. Uh, I know Stokely did it with Peyton. Stokely, that's what I'm thinking. Brandon Stokely. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. He did it with Peyton a lot when yeah. it was because everybody's like, "Oh, watch out for Marvin Harrison." Hey, watch out for Reggie Wayne. Oh, so y'all ain't gonna worry about Brandon Stokely? He's coming around the back. Okay, I was happy right. when we got Stokely to come with uh, Peyton Manning though because he benefited with effective. He he made them actually put a somebody on the inside so. The our Demarius Thomas got a lot of uh, burns on the outside. Yeah. Oh, uh, Eric Decker. Eric Decker. <laughs> I love that tandem. We had such a great. We we have us. We still have a great offense. We just ain't got no quarterback. Well, I'm, you know, what? shut up, town. <laughs> um, we'll take Tua and trade okay. him to somebody else. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say anything about Tua. Hell, you fixing to get Aaron Rodgers? We talking about? I hope we do. And and Deion, uh Devontae Adams what? too. Okay, the same guy who said Aaron Rodgers was overrated and didn't deserve to be MVP. Now you want him as your quarterback? He didn't deserve to be MVP. He is he's overrated, not, but he's going to get us to the playoffs, is he not? <laughs> Here's the thing: the further we make it, the more people want to come to us. Mm-hmm. 
I understand what you're saying, but my con my, my line of thinking is you say you're that somebody's overrated. If you think someone's overrated, why would you want them to play for you? The same reason we had Peyton. He was overrated, but he got people to come play for us. Yeah, I mean, people want to play with the quote unquote best players, you know. Well, look do, at what Tom Brady did with Tampa. Look at what Tom Brady did with Tampa. Look at what um what they've done out there in LA, you know, getting Von Bell, uh, OBJ, you know, they, they wanted to come play with the good players, Aaron Donald, Cooper cup, you know, <clears throat> that's, that's the thing. Like, like we can sit here and say, yeah, we think that guy's overrated, but as long as other talented players want to come and play with those players, then, yeah, I, I would take them on my team. I mean, e even even at that, look at what what they did there in Arizona. You know, uh, D Hop, JJ Watt, AJ Green. Uh, you know, in the, the I mean, the names just keep going. They okay, so okay, 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 for, okay. Then forget about overrated for a second. If it's a player you don't like, and he comes to your team. Is it the same thing? It's like, oh, well, he's going to bring in all these other players. Is it the same thing? Yeah. Here's the thing. If Tom Brady went to Miami, would you have been fucking mad about it? Hell, as long as he bring us a championship, I'd get over it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly my point. As long as we win, I may not like the guy, but fuck, we winning. So, if okay, okay, so, okay, so, not that this scenario would ever happen. I mean, I already got Peyton to come over and we won a fucking Super Bowl, so. He didn't okay. help us win it, but he got people that wanted to play for him. Okay, but yet you still consider him overrated. Peyton Manning, fucking for sure. That okay. man was definitely not a four-time MVP. Five, five, I five, mean, statistics five, would say five he is. Five-time. Five-time. Statistically, five he five fucking time. took it from Drew Brees because he had 200 more passing yards, but he had less in every other category, including completion rating. And they still gave it to Peyton Manning because he had 200 more passing yards. No, I will tell. No, no, I will agree with you that Drew Brees did get fucked. He over got shafted the, hard yeah, a couple times. Hell, Russell Wilson did a couple times too. To be honest oh, with yeah. you. Oh yeah. You know. I think I don't it, know, it, I don't it just it just it just it just struck me the wrong way. That last week you were talking about how overrated Aaron Rodgers was, but yet you'll you'll have no problem getting him. Which yeah, the Tom Brady analogy does work. You know, even if the player, even if it's, if it's a play you don't like, but that, but that's, but but that would be like T.O. in his prime going to the Houston Texans. Would you still root for the Houston Texans if T.O. was on the team? I'd still root for the Texans. I just would be like, fuck T.O. No matter how <laughs> good of a play he made. Yeah, like the thing is, you ain't gotta like the person, but if they're giving you W's, I mean, shit, you gotta, you're getting W's. That's like oh. LeBron going to play for Memphis. You gonna hate it? Yeah, you can I mean, still root for the for the Grizzlies. I mean, or he's gonna hate them. I mean, LeBron playing with Ja. I mean, Exa see, <laughs> and think about how many other people he'll bring with him. What 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 the what the the, the, the yellow submarine crew with a uh, Chris Paul and uh, shit, Dwight you had, Howard? If you had and, Chris Paul and John Morant, shit, we would we would have won last year. <laughs> we talking about? I mean, we're the third seed right now, so I ain't worried about it too much. We'll end up. We'll end up playing. We'll end up playing this, whoever the sixth seed is going to be. Which I mean, looking right, looking right now, it looks like it's it's either going to be the Clippers or it's going to be uh, 
Uh, shit. I ain't got the I ain't got the I ain't got the standings in front of me. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I don't know who shit is, but huh? <laughs> I don't know who shit is. But... Y'all stop ganging up on me, man. Come on, let's finish. Uh, I only laugh like because he said. I only laugh because he said I don't know who shit is. After you <laughs> said it looks like we're gonna play whoever the sixth seed is. Uh, shit. Like, <laughs> but it looks like it's Denver, which would be a good matchup. Yeah, that would be a good matchup. Can we talk about how, real quick though, I know we're on basketball, but how uh, the top three teams in the Eastern Conference are Miami, Chicago, and Cleveland? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> followed by Milwaukee, Philly, Boston at six. So there's your top six. The play in, if, if the playoffs started right now, the Raptors and the Hawks would play, and then the Nets and the Hornets would play. The Nets went from number one to number eight. Like, because they're on like a nine game losing streak. Well, they, yes, were, like, they were on a super bad losing streak. And then over in the West, Damn, they went 0-10, and, and then they lost 10 games and then finally won one. Damn. Yeah, they did. And then you go over to the Western Conference, the Suns, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Jazz, the Mavericks, and the Nuggets. And then number seven are the T-Wolves. Number 10 is the Trailblazers, so they're going to play in the play-in. And the, and, and there'll be L.A. versus L.A. in the play-in if the playoffs started today. I don't even so, know if the Blazers will make it. I don't, dude. The way they're playing right now, dude, I doubt it. They literally only have Dame Lillard at this point. Yeah, no, yeah. Hell, when he plays, you know. And right now, the the Detroit Pistons are the worst team in the East. And sorry, Chip, but the Rockets right now, statistically, on, by standings, is the worst team in the West. No, I mean they are. It's a very young team, and I, I mean I know we're supposed to be talking Super Bowl right now, but uh. I mean, they're a very young team. Uh, I think the most tenured player on our roster right now is Eric Gordon. Yeah. You'll get, he'll get uh, James Harden back by the end of the season. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Dude, did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear the one rumor? And I know, we're, again, we're talking Super Bowl, but did you guys hear the one rumor about uh, possibly Russell Westbrook going back to uh, Houston for uh, uh, John Wall and the 2020, uh, 2024 draft pick or something like that um i don't see how the trade deadline already passed i'm not talking i'm talking about before the trade deadline it was rumored before the trade deadline and and, then that no one no one pulled the trigger on it because nobody wants rustbrook exactly but i mean lakers should definitely take it i mean i mean i mean hey hey hey, lebron wanted westbrook then he realized the same thing thing everybody else did oh shit this man holds the ball too long Mm-hmm. You're on a three-game losing streak also. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, anyway, back to the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl. Uh, what about that halftime show? Too short. Uh, I wanted about another it, hour. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I, want, <laughs> I wanted more. If that's I my more. only complaint, I mean, that's literally my only complaint about the, the halftime show. It should have been longer. Yeah. yeah, I mean they hit all the hits. You know they, you know they, you know they hit. Um, ah shit! Damn, I'm gonna feel like an idiot Snoop, if I don't remember the first. Uh, one. Yeah, Snoop came. Yeah, it was. Uh, Let me see. Snoop. We actually have a list of like the exact songs in order. So you can't remember neither. Uh, I know. I know. Drake. Not in Cal- order. <laughs> not, yeah, that's what I'm talking. About. I'm trying to talk about like. Uh, I know they started out with um, when it's still Dre. Yeah, still Dre. No, still Dre ended it. Okay, then it was Dre Day. 
or no next episode. Yeah, this next episode. That's what it was. They kicked it off with next episode. Then they did California Love. Uh, then after that, Fifty Cent came down. Nope, Mary J came down. No, it was Fifty Cent. Then Mary J. Fifty Cent. Yeah, Fifty Cent was before Mary J. Okay. I know Uh, what I'm talking about. (laughs) For once, calm down. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh. I see if it actually lists all the songs because I can't, I can't remember no, I them in order. Uh, but while we're talking about 50 Cent, oh, let's. Uh, wh- why are people fat shaming that dude? Like He's not even fat. That dude's arms are massive right now. I- exactly. Now, mm-hmm. look, I- I'm going to catch some shit for this. If that had been a big girl, everybody been like, go sis, do your thing. But because it's 50, he's supposed to keep up this like perfect you know, body that he had 20 years ago, like, no, we need to keep that same energy, period. How you gonna, how you gonna, how you gonna say, I mean, damn, it's been 20, next year's, next year will be the 20th anniversary of uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. You expect your stomach and you, your abs to look that good over the, I mean, the thing is, he's not, even, you know he's not even out of shape. That dude's stout. Like, no. I don't know what people are talking about. I right. Think, I wish I, I had that motherfucker's was, physique right now. Right. <laughs> I right? think what it was is because he did the it, the the spot from the end, end of the club, club video where he was hanging upside down, and yeah, he's thicker. You know, he's got more muscle on him now than he did twenty years ago. So hanging upside down, he looked like a hot dog getting ready to get dunked into ketchup. Like you dunk your hot dogs and ke- you know what? Never mind. <laughs> but no, nah, I'll give you. you I agree with you saying. You and then hot it dogs went, and ketchup. No, you put the ketchup on the hot dog. Never mind. Never mind. Not if anyway. you don't eat bread. Well, that's true. Uh, but then from there, went to Mary J uh, with uh, Family, Family Affair. Affair. And then she sang No More Drama. And then all of a right. sudden, it's like, you hear a, you, you hear a little bit of, of Forgot About Dre. Then Eminem kicks it with Lose Yourself. Uh, and then they end it with, uh, before that, there, that was so much, the, the, the controversy of Eminem taking a knee, quote unquote. Uh, when the with Dre playing uh, the piano, I mean, there's no quote unquote. The man took a knee. Uh, apparently, the NFL quote unquote said that they knew he was going to do it. No, the fuck y'all did it because he would have told him not to do it and not let yeah. him do it. Well, that's the thing. Like uh, a PR spokesman for the NFL, like uh, came out and said that like he they've seen him do that same set during uh like the warm-ups and the when they were doing uh sound checks and everything and he literally they went through the whole routine and everything and like he took a knee every time so if they obviously they seen it so if they had an issue with it they should have went up to him then and been like hey man you know uh, we appreciate everything, but can you not, you know, do the knee? Although, uh, if I know Eminem well enough, he'd have done it anyway. Like, yeah, like you gonna tell him not to do it? Fuck out of here. Yeah, but here, but here's my question. Like, I get why people don't want people to do the knee because of the whole national anthem protest from a couple of years ago. Um, but here's the thing: the national anthem wasn't being played, so. What was the problem with him taking the knee right there? For whatever stand, reason it was. Because he's standing in solidarity of black people. Yep. 
I, I mean, he's been very outspoken uh, in support for, for Colin Kaepernick like the whole time. Uh, so they just kind of looked at it as it could have been possibly bad PR. But we're talking about Eminem. Like, and he don't give a shit about that. <laughs> right. Right. But my thing is, now that we're starting to do the Black Lives Matter, positive black, I guess, image for the NFL, why are they still not allowing them all to take knees for your representation? Why has Colin Kaepernick not gotten a fair chance to actually get an actual show-off event instead of that garbage one they gave him a couple years ago? Yeah, like here's here's a snippet from uh, <clears throat> that they said about the halftime show. Uh, it says that the halftime show was not about the show at all. You need to understand hip hop history in California to get the significance of that show. Dr. Dre, the originator, and Snoop as top representatives of West Coast hip hip hop for the last thirty five years from Compton and Long Beach. Kendrick Lamar, also from Compton, representing a younger generation. Love how they made sure Tupac was represented by playing California Love. Then they had 50 and MJB uh, representing East Coast hip-hop and R&B. And, of course, the brilliance of Eminem, who, by the way, the NFL, quote-unquote, asked not to take a knee. And, of course, he did. Snoop Dogg was asked not to show his affiliation and wore a blue bandana shirt and crit walked all over the stage. Dre was asked not to say, still not loving police and said it with even more emphasis goes to show that they didn't know who they were asking the performances were great but i think it's about what that show meant for hip-hop that matters uh yes i am into hip-hop also and having lived in los angeles i really appreciate that moment it was a good moment it's probably one of the best damn halftime shows that we've had in ever god also, can we talk about how Eminem had uh, Anderson Pac play the drums for him? Yeah, God, that dude! Like, I can tell who that dude is every time when he smiles. He's always happy to be there. Yeah, and I mean the the glow on Dre's face, like from the very onset, and he was on the the mixing board the whole time, literally mixing as uh, Snoop Fifty MJB. Uh, and Eminem, Kendrick, and Eminem, yeah, were were doing their thing. And can uh, we talk about how powerful Kendrick's performance was? Because he didn't play any of his fucking bangers. He nope. played uh, his Black Power anthem songs. Yes, yeah. and his performers were killing it. They, yeah, they were, uh, bro. Like I said, for me, and I know there's a whole generation of people out there that are. Like, you know, nobody will ever top Prince. And I'm a Prince fan. And, and yeah, his halftime show was amazing. Uh, this year's halftime show was the best I've ever seen, period. Uh, for sure. But the thing yeah. is, it was, it was our true halftime show. Because this was yeah. for people of our generation. Right. Yeah. Anybody from like, anybody who was born between 1980, uh, 1983 to like 1993, you know, like it was that, that 10 no, year I mean, span. No, I can remember, I mean, the Kendrick influence, the 50 influence, because 50 came out later 2000s and 
Uh, Kendrick, obviously, more recent. So, I mean, it, they did hit everything, but it was more of like, it was our people actually getting to do a show for the halftime right. instead of just old rock stars and pop people. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, there's been some, like last year I said, I liked Weekends. His was really good. His had a message and everything talking about fame and the distortion of, uh, you know, the media and everything like that, which is great. Uh, Shakira and J-Lo, I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other one before see, there that was, one. See, there was Beyonce, there was Katy Perry, uh, there was uh, Lady Gaga. That one. But I'm a Gaga fan. I can't. I can't help no, it. No, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm good with Gaga. She's alright. She's not for everybody. Like, I, that's uh, for sure. No, no, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't think that she's god awful or anything like that. I mean, I think she's all right. I mean, he, yeah. she, she's got a couple good songs, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like. I always, I always give people a chance to listen to an album, and yeah. I like a lot of her songs that aren't her hit songs. She's got a lot of good ass sleeper songs. Now, all I'm saying is, next time we have a, if we do a New York Super Bowl, yo, we better get Benny the Butcher out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I want Benny the I want Butcher, J. Cole. Uh, J. Cole from New York. I want, all New York, I want all New York rappers. Can you hear you me? a hologram of Biggie? Shit, we should. It should be just Biggie and Big L. Yeah. And Big Pun. Uh, <laughs> J. Cole's actually uh, German. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, he was born in Germany, but he was raised in Carolina. Carolina, okay. Yeah, he was raised in Fayetteville, but yeah, he, he was born in okay. Frankfurt, West Germany. Yeah, he was born think, on a, he was born on a base. Why did I think why did he, I think he was born in New York or something? He went to NYU for college. That's yeah. probably why. Hey, get dip set up in there for do the halftime show. No, get the locks. <laughs> <laughs> Shut shit down. Fuck it, get both of them. We'll just revisit verses again. What we need to do is just get a hologram of Biggie, hologram of Big L, hologram of Big Pun, hologram of DMX, and that'd be it. So so now we so now we just fantasy book in the halftime show at this point. Yes, I mean, <laughs> why not? Why not? You're telling me if they did, y'all ask me that. Why not? <laughs> like you fucking come up with an answer. Shit. <laughs> like think about it. What if they did the question? <laughs> if they did one in Atlanta, ask the question, which means I want the answer. If, what if they did one in Atlanta? Though get Andre three thousand out there. Get Ti out T. I. there. Ti Ludacris. Ludacris. Um, you know what I'm saying? That, DJ Khaled. Yeah, that's no. Thing. Don't get DJ Khaled. Don't when get DJ it Khaled. comes to when it comes to uh, the NFL and and the halftime show, there needs to be more cultural representation for for the hip hop crowd because the hip hop mm-hmm. crowd has embraced the NFL forever, right? Like the, the thing is, like hip hop hip hop culture is more or less black culture. And guess who plays? Guess what majority of the NFL is? Black people. 70, 74% of the NFL are of African-American descent. Yeah, and same as basketball. No, nah, basketball's, basketball's closer to like 80. I'm just saying it's, I'm just saying it's majority of African-American. It's a majority, black yeah. People. So, I mean, and we already know the hip-hop influenced basketball. Look at Allen Iverson's whole time in the NFL was hip-hop mm-hmm. influenced and trying to change it there. Iverson played in the NFL? 
NBA, sorry. There you go. <laughs> he could have played in the NFL. We saw no highlights. I mean, he'd be a damn good dude. He could he he could have been a damn good slot receiver. Yeah, but then could have the NFL tries to sway away from it and not embrace black culture, even though it's majority black people. Because they're they're worse than like baseball when it comes to old traditions. Yeah, at least baseball knows like, hey, we seventy five percent Dominicans, right? I mean, what you gonna get, Bad Bunny to perform at the All Star game? I mean, he's Puerto Rican, but yeah. <laughs> really, sticklers for everything I said. Whatever. All right, I just I can't name a Dominican <laughs> artist, so I know what I'm saying like he's Puerto Rican, <laughs> but yeah, fuck it. I mean, he's the biggest Latin artist right now, and male artist. I don't know a female artist. Which wouldn't it be? Would it would it still be Shakira? No, nah, Shakira and J Lo. Shakira uh, and J Lo don't make music like that. Yeah, Shakira only does like big events, and when they pair do like. It's like a sports event, pretty much like to make an anthem for something, but she ain't done music in a while. Man. So, I mean, yeah, there definitely needs to be more hip hop. See, but see, when, when they talk about like old rock bands like The Who, like really, like Aerosmith, like I mean, I mean, I'm like, I mean, all uh, due respect to those guys, but it looks like the the biggest uh female Latin artist currently. Is uh, a chick by the name of Carol G. Carol G. Yeah, actually, I I did remember that because she was dating um some other like big Latin artists, and they had some kind of fallout or something like that. I just remember my mom talking about it, yeah. and she's like, "Do you hear about that?" I like, I don't know who the fuck they are. I don't know who she is either. If it ain't Bad Bunny, I don't know. I listen back- to music, but my artists are all fucking old. <laughs> But getting back to what I was saying, like, I mean, you had the, the old acts, like the old rock acts from like the 70s and 80s. And like, hey, we're going to put them in the in the year 2000. Like nobody, no young person watching this even knows I me. Mean, yeah, we might we might know a couple of songs that we heard on like, you know, CSI Miami or some shit, you know, playing in the background. But no, we we don't know these people like I highly, highly doubt like there's going to be like a true rock act performing like I mean. Like, do you really see a band like fucking Shine Down performing at the Super Bowl, which would be amazing? I, I but could see that actually. You know, like, I mean, I doubt that'd be give like me, a. Give me my Iron Maiden. I want my, my Iron Maiden halftime show, dude. That, <laughs> exactly, dude. No, no, because I would because I would go for it. Like, exactly. I would. That's what I'm like, Iron I want Maiden. that shit. You know what I mean? Like, hell, I mean. You can't do you, you can't do Motorhead because Lemmy's dead. You can't do Lincoln Park because Chester's dead. I don't you think know? you could have done. I don't think you could have done Lincoln Park to begin with. <laughs> why not? Why, uh, why couldn't you do Lincoln Park? A little too emo. Bring down the mood, bro. You could do One Step Closer. You could do point like. There's plenty of songs that are more up tempo. They ain't got to play Crawling and Numb. I mean. I think it would have been, and it didn't even have to be just one band. I mean, it could be Lincoln Park. You could have thrown in maybe if Lincoln Park and Jay Z did the Collision Course album for Super Bowl after. <laughs> Rogers like fucking, I ain't watching it. <laughs> I wouldn't watch that shit. Uh, do you guys realize realize how short the Super Bowl halftime show was? It was fourteen minutes forty four seconds. Fourteen minutes, fourteen seconds. Fourteen seconds. Damn. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. It was short, it's short as shit. Like I thought, they got thirty minutes. I thought the they do show was thirty minutes. Right. It's crazy because yeah, because the, the the last play of the Super Bowl when when the time ran out, I looked at the clock and I was like, 
it's only 10 o'clock really yeah that shit ended so early i was like man wwe pay-per-views run longer this year yeah i mean they did start at 6 30 and there was people on the west coast complaining because it was 3 30 their time oh um, uh, i get to watch the super bowl and enjoy the rest of my day oh yeah, yeah. Fuck their, by their time it was over by seven o'clock exactly they literally could have gone out ate with some friends party a little bit and still especially, yeah especially yeah you out in l you out in la the rams just won the super bowl i mean but then again, they probably thinking, "Oh man, every place is going to be packed." You know, like I don't really want to go at you know. But fuck, you got the whole night. Spend time with your friends and family. Do a game night. Fuck, bro, fuck that. You know, on, you tell me I'm going to go to watch Super Bowl and then spend time with my friends and family. Ugh, <laughs> you're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That being said, um. One 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 final qu- uh, question before we get out of here tonight: Do you see either one of these teams making it back to the Super Bowl next year? And if so, which team, or both teams, or none teams? The Bengals. I, I think the Bengals can, but they've got to uh, bolster that O line. Uh, they got to keep Joey B from getting sacked so much. He almost broke his leg. Yeah. Oh, dude, both quarterbacks almost got fucked up in this game. Yeah, well, it been okay for Stafford. Say what now? It's been okay for Stafford. Yeah. I'm both. I mean, it just shows both. You know, both quarterbacks can tough it out when they need to. I don't know. I think the Rams are a team that is more is viable. Here's you know what I mean? With with the Rams, in my opinion, it depends if uh, Aaron Donald comes back and either obj or uh robert woods uh because cup's not going to be able to do it alone they've got to have somebody to pull the double team that's what obj was doing for the first half of the team he was pulling the double team off of cooper right oh you know and then finally you know that last drive they said you know what fuck it uh you know, I mean, that man was double and triple teamed and still making plays, but he's not going to be able to do that for a whole season. Right. But see, but see, a lot of people see, I was listening to, uh, I want to say it was first take this morning. Stephen A un- unequivocally said, Cooper Cup's the best receiver in the game. Here's the reason why. Oh, no, there's he no said, doubt. He said, he said, Cooper Cup, everybody knew on that last drive, Matthew Stafford was going to Cooper Cup. And no, everyone knew it, but nobody was able to stop it. They stopped them three times before, but the flags sort of kept it going. Yeah, yeah, true. But man, when it was time to show up, Cooper Cup showed up, and you know, and I know you don't want to give credit to Matthew Stafford because anybody could win in this offense. Um, but Matthew Stafford did throw two eighty three and get three touchdowns. You know, and he did throw the two pit. I mean, who won the game? Aaron Donald. Don't matter who won the game. I mean, just Aaron Donald. So Aaron Donald by himself took on eleven people and won the game. Yep. I mean, you being a dick now. Stop. <laughs> we can say that if Aaron Donald didn't come up with the stop on um, what's that running back's name? Uh, P. Ryan. Joe Mixon. P. Ryan. Or P. Ryan. P. Ryan. P. Ryan. Yeah. Joe Mixon was it, in the last two games. Last two plays the game. Which makes no, sense. no. Yeah. So. Had Aaron Donald not come up with the the uh, third and one stop on P Ryan and disrupted Burrow to 
kind of make a, a bull bullcrap pass on that last play, uh, they probably would have went down and kicked a field goal and at least tied it. They may have lost in overtime because Lord knows the overtime rules are terrible. Oh God! But, if this Super Bowl went in overtime, I, we wouldn't hear hear the end. I even said it to y'all in the chat. I'm like, this they finna send this bitch in overtime. You watch. <laughs> I've been okay with it because as long as McPherson gets on the field, we good. <laughs> Speaking of McPherson, we forgot to talk about how he stayed outside, stayed out of the locker room for the halftime show. Yeah, yeah. The whole halftime show, he sat on the bench, watched the halftime show, didn't go into. Like, that's how much confidence that dude had in his ability. Like, he was like, man, I know what I got to do. But to be honest, like, what like what does he need to go into the locker room for? He doesn't. All he's got to do is kick. Exactly. And we know that man's confidence is 100, so. Right? Yeah. Because I guarantee if it had came down to him uh, doing the last kick, he would have walked on the field and be like, man, I can't believe we just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he would have been like, yo, money. And just kicked it and made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but unfortunately, that is not what took place. And the Rams are lucky that Aaron Donald really did get that stop because as soon as they got on field goal range, y'all knew. Oh, yeah. 100%. So. But, yeah, all in all, I, I thought the Super Bowl was good. There was some, some missed calls and some BS calls uh, there at the end. But, uh all in all, I personally, I would give it an A uh, because it kept my intent. I didn't check out uh, at all during the game. Uh, I was there for the whole game, and it was it was really kind of like edge of my seat, like who's actually going to win. And like I said, you didn't know uh, who was going to win until that very last play. Uh, so... Yeah, I'm gonna give it. I gave it an A minus only because the team that I picked didn't win. That was the only reason why I give it an A minus. But you know, yeah, I thought it was a great game. It was great back and forth. It was good. Like here, you want to know how good the game was, Chip? My dad watched the game with me. My dad's not a football guy, but he watched the Super Bowl with me last night. I was like, that's, that's, that's you know, you know. So he because he came over. Um, he came over Sunday to hang out with us and stuff, and we were over at the house, you know, taking care of some stuff, um, you know, you know. So even he and I, we watched the halftime show. He was like, and Amy looked at him and goes, uh, "You're not a big fan of uh, the halftime show." And he was like, "It was okay. I know a few songs." I'm like, you really know a few songs, Daddy? <laughs> he was like, "That was fun." Like, All right. So, but yeah, but yeah, A minus for me. What about you, Raj? B minus. I just hate that they gave so many penalties on that one drive. That's all. Like, there was like they, what three penalties on that one drive? Four. Yep. What was it? Was it three it was or four? Three. It was three. And my thing is, they had only had two total up to that point, and then they start calling everything that they could under the sun. Mm. Yeah. Like, if y'all want to let them play, let them play. If not, then go ahead and start putting the flags out earlier. Right. But nevertheless, yes. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl 56 champions. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Are You Ready for Some Football, the season finale. We've had a great week, um, uh, you know, a great season. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, there were a lot of surprises. 
let's do a not not way too early predictions, but like, is there anything in particular that you guys are looking forward to for next season? Uh, see if I can actually get a quarterback from our team. Same. What about you, Chip? Uh, I, I'm interested to see what the new head coaches for all of our teams are going to do. Right. My thing is, will our coaches actually get time to build their team or not? Well, uh, I personally think Lovey Smith will. Uh, I mean, they're already, you know, putting a, putting the right pieces around him coaching staff wise. Um, but, you know, we will see. Uh, obviously, David Culley didn't cut it, so. Yeah, hopefully Mike McDaniel really will come up with a game plan too. So, yeah, yeah, and David Culley wasn't given given a chance. I mean, especially with the whole thing with Deshaun Watson and that whole situation, not having him, and you know, it, yeah, but he came in like, look, I like David Culley, and I, I think, I, I think maybe he should have been given another season. Uh just to see what he could do. And if he didn't perform in that, that second season, then you nix him. Uh, but he also came into the job saying, you know, Hey, uh, I came here because Deshaun Watson's going to be my quarterback. And throughout the whole season, he, anytime he was asked about Watson, where he was like, eh, we're, we're just kind of on a day to day. He may play, you know, next week or whatnot. And, you know, lovey Smith, uh, the first time he was asked about Deshaun Watson, he was like, look, that man's got some stuff to uh, work through. Uh, Davis Mills is our QB1. You know, he he didn't come in with no, like, quote-unquote BS. It was just like, you know, Davis Mills is our QB1. Deshaun's got some stuff he's got to work through. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it should be a pretty interesting season next season. Um, and, of course, we got the draft coming up as well. Um, see, you know, where certain players are going to fall and things of that nature. So I think we know the final two spots. Well, the final two spots should go to the uh, Bengals and the uh, Rams. But I think both of those Rams are, don't have a pick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think both of those uh, picks – where go to different go to different teams. Uh, um, give me two seconds and I'll tell you. Uh, I think the uh, the Bengals have theirs. I don't. The no, Rams will have a first round pick to like twenty twenty six or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, Cincinnati gets their pick, but Detroit gets the Rams pick for yeah. Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you guys can have our first round pick. We'll take the Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. Uh, LA I definitely won that, that trade. I don't even think that was it. Was it? Oh yeah, it was it was from that trade from exactly that trade. That was their last pick until twenty twenty six, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Uh so the current draft order is Jacksonville one, Detroit two, Houston three, Jets four, Giants five, uh Carolina six, Giants seven, Atlanta eight, Denver nine, Jets ten, uh Washington eleven, Minnesota twelve, Cleveland thirteen, Baltimore fourteen. 15 is Philadelphia due to the trade with Miami. 16 is also Philadelphia due to the trade with the Colts. Then it's the Chargers, uh, New Orleans, Philadelphia at 19, Pittsburgh at 20, 
Patriots at 21, Vegas at 22, Arizona 23, Dallas 24, Buffalo 25, Tennessee 26, Tampa Bay 27, Green Bay 28, Miami at 29 due to the San Francisco trade, Kansas City at 30, Cincinnati 31, and then Detroit at 32 due to the Rams trade. So the draft is going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. Overall, we had – wait, real quick before we go. Bubba, I don't even know if you had time to do this or not. But who won as far as, like, picks go? Like, most wins, most, you know, losses? Uh, I, I honestly uh, – I was going to tally, tally it up. Well, I was going <laughs> to tally it up last night, but uh, I went to bed right after the Super Bowl because I was dog-tired. Right, and it'll take you. You know, about just instead of posting, we'll just post it on the on the fan page, and then we'll just go from there. You know, let them see it. Yeah, so, I think that'll work out. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning into this episode, the season finale of Are You Ready for Some Football? We'll be back next season with some more. But next week is the return, the season premiere of something about sports. We got a pretty cool list uh, for you guys next week. Hope you guys gonna enjoy it. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we bounce out here this evening? As always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. Anything from you, Raj? Mm, no. Okay. Shout out to Sean Thompson at Thompson Personal Training, Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast, Andrew and Sean at the Warrior Workout Network, twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon for Ivan Montanez. Should I watch that with Sean Miller? A lot of cool things we got coming up for Movement Radio. Thank you guys once again for getting us to 21,000 downloads. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And we'll see you guys next season on Are You Ready for Some Football? Chip, let's hit him with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. And a typical cough is 60 miles per hour, while a sneeze is often faster than 100 miles per hour. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.